0: Hey guys, I just wanna take a minute here to talk about Anchor. If you don't know what Anchor is, it is where I actually make my podcast. It is the easiest way to get started in podcasting. They've made everything super simple. They have recording software right on their app or online as well. They distribute your podcast for you. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere almost anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. These guys have spread my name out there for me. They made it super simple. You can record right to the app or online. You guys, if, you, if you're even remotely interested in starting a podcast, this is the way to go. Okay, go to anchor.fm, so that's ancho FM, and you can get started. Here's the cool thing. You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. You don't have to have your name out there with 100,000 people before you can start making money. They've actually sponsored me to put the spot in here. And guess what? I'm making a couple bucks. It's turning this from a hobby into a potential career for me. So if you care to, if you're interested at all, Go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app to get started. Good morning and welcome back to the Finster Zoo. With Shalane's birthday week coming to a close and many celebrations happening, I am glad to be back and sharing another part of my life with you guys. And today I'm going to touch on some fun topics, but fair warning, there will start with a little doom and gloom. I do promise it gets better. This morning we get to dive into finding love, how to rekindle love, or how to stay in love after having children. Are you ready for this? I know I am. Okay, so much like any problem, it's easier to solve it after we have the problem better defined. After a child is born, even in the happiest and most balanced of relationships, attention and priorities shift. Studies have shown that within 18 months to two years of people's first child being born, a staggering 92% of couples find themselves in critical distress, with over 13% of those couples already have gotten a divorce. I don't know about you, but that statistic is terrifying to me. And I've said it before that I'm no expert, and I have no formal schooling on relationships. I'm just a guy who cares deeply about happy and successful relationships okay with that being said here's a few things I have learned first intimacy and sex are among the first things to fall off in a relationship studies show the largest reasons for this are feelings of unattractiveness to their spouse or feeling disconnected men tend to put more stock in the physical side of relationships not all men but statistically significant. And with the decline of intimacy, feelings of unsatisfaction tend to come very quickly in a marriage. Now, I wish I could tell you that there's an easy 10-step plan to make a happy life, but I can't. It's hard work, commitment, and service to your spouse that will make a happy life and a successful relationship. The important thing to remember is when it comes to sex and intimacy, it's connection and communication to your spouse. You need to set your expectations because chances are your needs are not the same as your spouse. If your drive is higher than your spouse, you need to make sure your partner knows what you need. Or on the flip side, if your body needs less, make sure your partner knows that, knows what you need and communicate to them what you want and how you guys can come to a compromise so both of you can be happy. A big one for Shalane and I was that I use physical intimacy to gain and feel connection with her whereas Shalane needs that connection before she wants any type of physical intimacy. So, why do we lose this intimacy so quickly? I think it's partly due to the physical trauma on a woman's body, but also because of a priority and attention shift that happens. I believe this happens more frequently for first time mothers than anyone else because they forget that they are wives as well as mothers. They hold on to this new title of mother, and everything becomes about their new child. And to a point, this is okay but it does tend to push their spouse away, albeit unintentionally. This becomes a vicious cycle, because men, like myself, strive for past re- past versions of their spouse, and they, they strive for that past relationship. We often forget that people change, and it's a good thing that people change, because we get to become a new version and better versions of ourselves as we grow together as a unit. But it does pose a problem. This basically boils down to unmet expectations and forgetting two things. One, the Bible says that we are to love each other in this order. God, spouse, child, everyone else. And the other reason, we need to choose to love our spouses every day, who they are today and who they are tomorrow. It's a choice you have to make. A growing trend that I continue to see, and I'm sure if you look around, you see it as well, is parents with mixed up priorities. I know I touched on this briefly, but I think I need to expand my thoughts a bit. Parents who put their kids on a pedestal, and make them number one in their lives, essentially idolizing their child or children. Parents who forget that they are husbands and wives, letting their lives fall apart so long as their kids have the new Xbox or fresh Jordans on their feet. These are the parents that if they make, or rather fake a relationship until their kids move out, they soon realize that they're living with a stranger and they most likely split it, that's assuming that they've made it this far. They essentially realize that they don't know who they are or how to be together without a child. They've lost purpose and direction. Like I said, there's mixed up priorities. They just ruin your relationship. Now, before this turns into a much longer rant, Know that keeping your priorities and your duties to your spouse in the right order, this will save you, your spouse, and your children unneeded pain in the future. So remember your priorities. God, spouse, children, everyone else. Are you ready for some good news? I know I am. It doesn't just have to be doom and gloom. If you're willing to put in the work, the time, the effort, a long, happy, and healthy relationship is well within your grasp. I've said it before, and I will say it again. Communication is everything. Talk to your spouse. I promise you won't regret it. Let them know you. (laughs) Search to know them as well. Have the hard conversations, make time for them, and make sure you're prepared for the emotions that can come with that. In these conversations, let your expectations be known. Try to set realistic expectations for you and your spouse moving forward. It's never too late. If you need to, try setting a love schedule kind of a funny term, but by that I mean setting date nights, intentional time, and yes, time for sex. Set a schedule and stick to it until it becomes like a second nature for you and your spouse. Once you find your passion again, and I promise you can find your passion again, the drive to be spontaneous will come back and you will no longer need this schedule. Put in the work, put in the time, find love again. Remember, love is a verb, it is an action, something you do, not just something you feel. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not heard anything else up to this point, please hear this. Get creative, people. learn each other's love languages, learn how you and your spouse both show and receive love, because likely they're not the same, and dote on them. Heck, get on a Pinterest board. Search for cute, creative, and yes, cheesy ways to surprise your spouse. It's so much fun. Pinterest holds tons of great ideas. If you don't like Pinterest, just use Google. It's totally fine but there's so many fun, creative things you can do that I guarantee you have not thought of. And why not do challenges with your spouse? You know, challenges like books. I suggest 31 Ways to Creatively Love Your Spouse by Jeff and Elizabeth Key. Shalane and I are going through this for the second time, and it is so much fun. Or get silly. Go on social media, like Instagram or TikTok, find those silly videos. Shalane and I have quite taken to watching reels on Instagram, and there are some very funny challenges to try, for both personal and couples. There's also a lot of pranks on there, and if you enjoy that kind of thing, go for it! If I start pranking Shalane like these guys do, I guarantee Shalane changes the locks on me before I come home tomorrow. And one thing Shalane and I have been doing more and more lately, and has been great for our, our relationship, is reminiscing on the past. Remembering why we fell in love in the first place. Last week's episode actually really forced us to remember and explore these minor details of our important days in our relationship. And it's the minor details of our love story, that make us both light up and come alive with joy. It is these little things in our relationship that make us inspired by our own love story. All right, last cutesy story about us, at least for this episode. Write some hella cheesy love notes. Our house never has a shortage of post-it notes in it. And we use them for everyday things, mostly for normal things like groceries and to-do lists. But people, use them for love notes. Stick them to your spouse's phone so they'll definitely see it. Or hide it. Put it on the steering wheel of their car or inside a cupboard door so it's a surprise for them through their day. Guys, get sappy and cheesy. I know my wife loves this, and I'm sure yours will too. Ladies, build up your man. Make him stand a little taller that day. Both of you, support each other in your words. Pay the respect. Never underestimate the value of your words, especially written word. There is a power held by the intentionality Of a written note that's where I'm gonna leave this one guys there's power in being intentional to your spouse alright guys so I've been doing this for a minute I mean this is my 15th episode and I hope you're enjoying listening to it as much as I'm enjoying making it if you are enjoying it if you could please do me a favor and share your favorite episode on social media. One quick share, spread the news, spread the word of the Fienster zoo. I would super appreciate it. And if you care to share about your relationship, something that inspired you guys after having children, I would love to hear from you. Please reach out. I'm on all the social media, um, but for now, God bless guys from everyone here at the zoo. Thank you so much.